This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio, where we talk about leadership in the persecuted church internationally. I'm your host, Mark Stafford, and I'm here today with Russell Stedahl. Russell is a missionary in Latin America and is the director of SOM International in Latin America. Russell, what's a Galcom radio? Okay, uh, Galcom is a company started by a friend of ours who's Canadian, and um, he used to work... Um, with recording scripture portions in native languages. And then in the old days when I was a kid and used to uh, run around and, and help promote those things, um, we had hand crank phonographs with the old megaphone, you know, like the old mm-hmm. uh, RTA. Victors. Yeah, sure. And then uh, after that, it went to uh, hand crank cassette recorders mm. and um, eventually got to. Um, these Galcom solar-powered radios that are fixed-tuned. They can be fixed-tuned to multiple frequencies, and you can only hear those frequencies. And there's a button where you can toggle between them. And then on the memory chip, you can uh, put an audio Bible in also recorded programming that's in the unit itself in case, you know, that for some reason they wouldn't be able to be in range of the station. Okay, so in the age of the internet and people who have you know they got you bible on their on their phone right there and they have spotify they have podcasts uh, smartphones um why a solar powered radio how is that effective well all those things that you just mentioned can be very useful tools in uh, urban areas and we have all our messages on spotify and um, what we do a lot on the internet, we broadcast two radio signals worldwide on the internet, all over the world, one in English and one in Spanish. So uh, we're using those uh, means, but you have to realize that there are people that live in rural areas that have no power source. Um, they're so poor, they can't afford batteries. Um, there's no cell phone signal to even pick up and um, so what are they going to do? And so these little Galcom units are just perfect because you charge them for a few hours in the sun and the batteries will last for two or three days. But the end result is with a very reasonable transmitter, you can cover a whole country or a whole region. So what means are you using to get these radios into the hands of these very remote tribal areas? In extreme cases, parachutes from airplanes. Parachutes from airplanes. And any other means, sometimes it takes horseback, mules, outboard motors, um, motorcycles, ATVs. It's whatever it takes. Whatever the situation you know, seems to require. So you said that you're broadcasting all over the area, uh, bouncing off the ionosphere and, and whatnot. And uh, so what kind of programming is on these stations? Well, since there's kind of a chip on their shoulder in many cases against Big Brother in North America, it's always a love-hate relationship with the United States. Hmm. And we're not there to defend the United States. We're there to present the gospel. Right. And so, like, if we were to take your favorite preachers from North America and translate their stuff into Spanish, um, might sound great to us, but it wouldn't be well-received by a significant percentage of the population down there. And so what we want is uh, people from their area, from their country, 
from their region, someone who's faced the same kind of problems that they're facing and that has had their life transformed and is now in the ministry. And um, we want to record people like that. And those messages go straight in. So you're producing your own original program, Bible teaching programs, uh, local music. What what kind of program is, uh, do, does this look like? We record a lot of our own music, especially choruses that are designed for people to be able to learn and sing. We also... Um, you know, record in different styles of the regions that we're in. We um, do programs preaching through the Bible. We also have programs on the family, on marriage. Um, another interesting set of programs we have are called Lessons from History, Lessons from Church History, Lessons from World History, Lessons from National History. But quickly, when people get a Galcom radio and they begin listening to the Bible, they begin listening to this Christian broadcast, what's the impact that has on a person? Well, it can make a huge impact. Uh, one time, um, a family saw a parachute coming down. They didn't see the airplane. The airplane had already, the parachute had been dropped from a very high altitude. It took a, a long time to get to the ground. But they saw it as it was coming down, so the whole family took off work the next day and hunted down until they found that parachute. Hmm. And the parachute had a Galcom radio and it had a Bible, and it had two or three books. And that family got totally converted over that. And so did a lot of the neighbors. A oh, whole really? church came out of that one radio. That one, that one radio and a couple of books out of a parachute. That's an incredible story, Russell. And so when we get back from our break, we'll talk more about how you can support missionary aviation, about how we're using aviation uh, throughout the world to uh, reach the gospel and to get uh, Christian literature and uh, Galcom radios and whatnot uh, into places that would be otherwise unreached by the gospel. We'll be back. Can you imagine trying to disciple a church with only one Bible? This is Mark Stafford from At Risk Radio, and our contacts in Venezuela are telling us incredible stories about people coming to know Jesus, all the while pastors are missing Bibles for their people. After receiving a Bible from our ministry, one man said with tears in his eyes, no one has ever given me such a beautiful gift. At Risk Radio, in our partnership with SOM International, is working to bring two million Bibles into Venezuela. For more information about how you can help, go to atriskradio.com. Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm in the studio with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. Now, David, without available technology, leaders in the church at risk are having to get pretty creative. So talk about what you've seen out there. Yeah, I think uh, Russell just exemplified creative access because in many areas, one is just the geography. I mean, there's some places they don't even have roads to get in some of these villages. Uh, some of these areas, of course, where Russell's working, we have the cartel issues, we have militias that are uprising against the government, uh, we have the specific persecution. And, and so when you're in those situations, we, we and leaders, we together, you know, we have to seek God's wisdom for what is the key, because God knows the keys of the heart and of the culture and all those layers going on, the language. And and so what God did in years past is God uh, planned the seed for uh, radio broadcast because Russell was held captive for five months. And he saw, again, Columbia in the specific past was the highest country in the world for martyring Christians and pastors and leaders. 
killing them, persecuting them. And so it just was very dangerous for Christians to go in and hand out Bibles, preach the gospel. They just couldn't do it. And so Russell and another brother uh, named Ray Rising, actually, uh, was taken two, two years captive by the guerrillas in Colombia in the past. And they began to talk, and the Lord just inspired them that the best means of reaching the guerrillas, reaching their enemies, and all those people that they control was radio. And so the, they were praying about that. And sure enough, Russell came up to the stage, spoke at a church, and a guy came up and said, you know, I just had this radio uh, transmitter. I, I was wondering if you could use it. So confirmation of God. You know, that's how God works. He gives us the vision. Then he begins to slowly put the pieces together and gives other people to come along to confirm it. And that's, an, again, a leadership aspect. And, and so then he brought it back, and he's on the, the pole, and he's putting up this this antenna. And as he's putting up a ten, antenna, this Colombian's riding his bicycle by and says, Hey, is that a radio antenna? And Russell says, Yeah. He says, Oh, you put up a radio? Yeah. He says, Do you have a license for that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need one? <laughs> and so the, the guy said he was from the school union, uh, from teachers, and they had a radio permit. But they didn't have a radio program. And they had to get a radio station up by a certain date or they'd lose the license. He said, how about you? we work together, collaborate, and we can use your equipment. And you could do your program for 12 hours. We could do our program for 12 hours. And so that's how the first radio station started down there. Now, even on that story, it's funny. The, the union, which was pretty... Uh, anti-Christian in many ways, actually, or certainly not Christian, they could never get together and unify in their message. So Russell ended up with 24 hours of programming <laughs> by default. And, and so that's the seed that started this creative access. And then as, you know, as a leader, we were to assess people's needs and what the problems are. And Russell saw in many of these areas, they, as he talked about, they don't have radios. They don't have, they can't get batteries. They don't have electricity. Uh, so then Galcom came along and partnered there. And so it's every, God brings together different resources to co collaborate together even more and to increase God's work. And so Galcom came up with a fixed channel radio. So it's just fixed to the, our frequency down there. And uh, it's solar powered, so it, it recharges. We found these radios were, were usually were between 10 and 15 years. They're really durable. They actually, wow. They're actually manufactured in Israel. And, uh, and so that then we started distributing those. And, and so that just started increasing the radio work. And then it also addresses the other problem that we see globally, especially in developing nations and unreached areas, uh, is that high illiteracy. And in many of these areas, you know, they, you know, even if we get a Bible, they can't read it. Uh, and when we look at Jesus, you know, how did Jesus most communicate the gospel did he have, pass out the torah no he told stories and yeah. he and he ministered to people and he touched lives yeah so exactly mark so we see that that's even the pattern in scripture of storytelling of, of audio communication mm -hmm. and the radio is just a great tool and, and so that's been a huge tool for the gospel in, in impacting the culture down there, South America, in those unreached and restricted areas. I love the story that he told about how he dropped a parachute with a radio on it, in it, and a couple of books and a Bible, 
And a local person took that, not only read it and listened to the radio, but then shared it with all their neighbors and became a testimony for the gospel. And that's one really powerful aspect is when somebody gets changed by the gospel and they begin to tell others, then the gospel really starts to spread. Yeah. And so, Mark, one of the things we do try to do is is use technology today as much as possible to leverage these leaders we're working with around the world are clean-hearted who are doing effective work, but many times they lack the tools. They're willing to pay the price, but they lack the tools. And so as a, the American church, we could come in partnership and true friendship and love. And, and, and then we, as we collaborate together, as we assess and evaluate what the problems are in these areas, we've been able to sharpen one another and come up with better tools in more effective ways. So have you read some of Russell's books? Oh, man. Yeah, I love Russell's books. He's truly brilliant. He humbles me. He puts out books faster than I can read them. So that's the problem. So I, <laughs> I'm still, I, I'm, a, I'm a few books behind. But every book that I found of Russell, I always find jewels of just inspiration of things. Wow, you know, I can live by that. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to repeat that one, right? Uh, Russell's brilliant enough. There's sometimes there's things that I, he's talking about that I honestly don't always understand. <laughs> but he always makes me think. And and, and Russell and I have had many great discussions, and he's helped me grow deeper in my faith. And I would love for people to get a hold of his books because I think once you start hanging out with people like that, and one way to hang out with people is read their books, you begin to think that way and think like a leader and, and, and see God in a broader perspective and really begin to have that creative mind of using the resources God has used us even to begin to impact the community that's right around us. Now, you were telling a story about how he was held captive and about how he then discovered the need for radios. And then he went on to um, build these radio stations, starting out with this one. And then obviously it went on to many, many others. Um, Are some of his books addressing those particular things? Yeah, Rescue the Captors 2 would be a great book if people want to hear the rest of the story, many more faith-building and miraculous events that happened to build up this whole radio ministry. And you could go on our website, you could access that through At-Risk Radio or uh, Spirit of Martyrdom, and, and you can go on our store. And again, everything we do is by faith. A donation only. We it, we don't put any price on our books because we want to get books in the people's hands to inspire them to faith, hope, and love, and then for people to pray and seek the Lord of what is their part. How can they contribute? How can they be a leader in impacting these areas of the world? To be kept up to date about what God is doing within the church at risk all over the world, go to atriskradio.com. And there's a couple things you can do. First of all, you can sign up for the newsletter. And the newsletter is going to keep you informed about how you can support Russell and many of our other leaders around the world as they are ministering to the church at risk. Uh, you can also find some links there to our books and uh, and Russell's books, and uh, you'll be able to buy those books. They're all on donation, and all of those donations, 100%, go to the ministry of people like Russell Stendhal. I'm Mark Stafford, and this has been At Risk Radio. You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.